Did you know our hearts connect deeply wherever you and I are in the world? Hi, I'm Andrea Patrut, Intuitive Life and Relationship Coach. Here at Healing Through Oneness Podcast, together we find what makes us unique and what keeps us united. We learn of past wounds and ways to heal. We release old stories and create new, empowering realities that service now. Join me and my guests every Wednesday and Friday to recognize the truth within, discover why you are precious, connect with what sets you apart, and allow the world to welcome you and resonate with your heart. We are one. Welcome to episode five of my interview series. We are here today with, I think, my second coach, <laughs> one of the people that I met thanks to my brand coach, Alina Mihai. Um, I saw a case study and that website really appealed to me because it's uh, an archetype similar to mine, a magician. And um, I didn't know what to expect. I booked a breakthrough session and in 45 minutes, my life started changing. So this is Lori Smith, um, CVO, like you say, of uh, Voice Matter, right? What is CVO? Let's tell people. Uh, so it's riffing off of CEO, Chief Executive Officer. And so far I've got Caring Visionary One. Oh. Okay. I think there might be a, a different thing for the O. And for right now, I'm going with CBO Caring Visionary One. Caring Visionary One, Laurie Smith from Voice Matters, who is intuitive public speaking and leadership coach. And I had the privilege, I would say, to work with her and a group of people uh, for over two months. We just finished on December 8th uh, the program. And I thought to take the opportunity for me to continue hearing from her and for you to hear that your voice matters. Lori, why every voice matters? How you, you know, this is your message. Can you tell us a bit about it? Why does every voice matter? Uh, Are we speaking of our voice and, um, why am I asking you like that? Because when I was looking for a voice coach, I thought in my case that I needed to work with my vocal cords, with my voice. Hmm. I never thought that I need help with something else. And I was a bit, um, I wasn't sure if I should work with you, but I said, let's try. And I discovered something about the word voice, another meaning, which is much more. This is what I'm asking about. Yeah. Uh, so many people think that the voice comes from here. Uh, and really, it's a holistic, integrated thing. Um, our voices 
come from our souls and we're born into the world and we know how to speak. We don't know how to talk yet, but we know how to make sound and we know how to be heard. And then the world teaches us to cover up our innate brilliance, our innate presence, our magic, um, and things kind of go haywire. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I believe every voice matters because the answers to what the world needs come from us talking with each other, communicating with each other. And it's like all of our souls want to be in harmony and we can create harmony by speaking from our soul's voice, which is a process of recapturing the innate glow that we had and our ability to make sound that can fill a household and connecting that to some sort of sense of purpose or intention that we have that we can kind of live into as adults that we may not have known in exactly the same way when we were younger. Exactly what you said is what I discovered by working with you, that I, I don't just have a voice. I don't just have an expression. I don't just have a soul. It's all embedded. It's all in one. And it goes beyond my physical body. And even if I have a vision or I don't, with you, people find a vision. I've been working with you in class and all these tools, techniques, and processes, and the feedback from you and colleagues, everything got me with every, every step of the way to discover more of myself, of who I am, of who I can be, and honestly, I had a vision, like a huge one. But with you, I discovered a particular thing about, about my role in that big vision. And it's something that sticks with me. And that's why I say in my comments when I shared about you that it's something I have for life. You say that you love to help people on this, like you said, you said in a glow and unique presence to come alive from head to toe in a way that is beyond most people's wildest dreams. Uh, I say it's true. You did that with me. And I've seen it happening with other colleagues. Um, can you tell us, because you talk about glow, you talk about a lot of things, and you mentioned before we got into the call that some people, you know, I said we are magician archetypes. Some people, because we, both you and I are intuitive, um, some people look at you and might say, mm, too magician-y too, but you are an actress. You have a very grounding background. You presence is not just something you teach, it's something you have, and you have a wide experience about grounding and being in the body, which is not magician at all. This is very, <laughs> very physical, very palpable. Um, what can you tell us about presence in speaking? Hmm. Well, you have to be present to have presence. <laughs> uh, 
my my intention for this week is presence actually uh being in the moment that i'm actually in and it's funny um i went through a leadership training program where we were also typed different from the branding archetypes and i'm an eccentric archetype Mm -hmm. And I partnered when leading a program with another eccentric woman. And she, she was much more, at least when we worked together, much more connected to like the universal wisdom, um, had more of like an, an air universal mm -hmm. up energy. Mm -hmm. And... I sort of started feeling like I'm the grounded eccentric. I'm the earthy of the earth, of the water, of the trees eccentric. Uh, and actually she is capable of that too. I've seen it later. Uh, and just when we were paired together, it's like there is an intuition. Um, one of our leaders called me a wild woman and wild women uh, are very intuitive and harnessing intuition all the time. And yet it's a very grounded kind. Mm -hmm. um, for me, a speaker may lean one way or the other, and yet to really be present when speaking, we have to be able to be present with ourselves, our whole physical body from head down to toes and present and connected to the people that we're in the room with. And then our intuition might also include some kind of tapping into the earth or birds or universal wisdom. And yet, the two ingredients that are vital for me are being in our own physical earthly bodies and being connected to and present with the people that we're talking to. Yeah. And I remember, um, I remember the story and, um, I really felt what you were talking about because I, Alina also shared about a similar thing. Um, staying into that, um, intuition spirituality saying you say that speaking is a spiritual path or you see speaking as a spiritual path mm -hmm. how come mm -hmm. um because it's really vulnerable and challenging to share our soul's voice yeah. If we're speaking, not all the time, sometimes apparently I walk around the house talking to myself and so does my <laughs> fiance. And yet most speaking is done with other people. So finances can be a spiritual path. Relationships with others are a spiritual path. Uh, nutrition can be a spiritual path. And to me, because 
there's so much juicy stuff in speaking. We are almost always with others and there are temptations when we're with others to, to try to fit in yeah. rather than expressing what we need to express. Mm -hmm. um, we can also teeter over into expressing what, what, we what we want to express without any regard for the other humans that are around us. Yeah. So there's a, a spiritual path in I'm owning my truth. I'm sharing what my soul wants me to express. My heart is open. I'm showing up fully. And I'm so open-hearted that I'm not trying to force another person. Yeah. I'm sharing it and I'm letting go of attachment to outcome. Hmm. Uh, I remember when I was writing my book, I wrote a sentence like, it's about showing up fully, heart open and all in and inviting other people and then letting go of whether or not they choose to come on our soul's journey. Uh, and there may be nothing more courageous than that, to truly show up 100% and invite, and then be open to where that other human being is and able to hear them. It, in many ways, it feels like an example of the highest level of consciousness. Um, and I also believe that as humans evolve, we've evolved physically, and we're also evolving in terms of our, our consciousness. Um, and that the way that we have been taught to speak, which is suppressed and trying to fit in, mm -hmm. it's created kind of a, a body voice that is out of alignment with the consciousness that human beings are actually evolving to. And when I look out at the world, it's like there used to be pictures that they would show us of like um, humans through evolution. And there's yeah. like Cro-Magnon man could not walk upright. Yes. It's like the voice that we've all been taught to speak with is outdated. And that's, that is the way most of the people in the Western world are speaking where they're not as alive from head to toe as they could be. Mm -hmm. So speaking as a spiritual path, it's a, an amazing path for individuals. And it's also a part of this puzzle of human consciousness evolving on the planet. Yes, I agree with that. And I remember when I first came to you in the breakthrough session, I discovered that exactly what you were talking about, that uh, my soul was hidden or in my body. My body was protecting my soul and I could not feel my full expression. 
and I was I was struck. <laughs> I was like, what? I thought I was, but I wasn't. And over time, now I, when I'm looking back at my videos, I see the difference. I feel it in me and I also see the difference and I'm like, oh yeah, no, I need to do more videos now. <laughs> yeah. I'm when, During the re recital, my husband was there and when I was speaking and my colleagues were speaking, I looked at him and I remembered something about voice. Voice is also a spiritual path. And this is, these are your words, not mine. And I support that with the fact that I saw that some of us have, um, don't even know they have a voice. They see it's, they speak openly from the heart. They are themselves all the time, a hundred percent. Yet, other people like you and me, or you than me, because you are a coach and you know how to discover that. But I could also see that some people, although they speak from the heart, they speak their truth. It's like their body is shielding, like 100% shielding their expression. And this is what we're talking about here as voice, a spiritual path, in my opinion. Please share yours. Because I see like people like... Um, some that I know would really benefit from seeing this opportunity that there is another level of their voice and expression and we don't know how to get it out I don't know how to get it out and I don't know how to help somebody get it out how can we use voice as a spiritual path you know what what needs to happen I think Part of what needs to happen is in some ways, in some ways it's the hardest piece, yeah. which is that the person has to entertain the possibility that there's more. Yeah. Um, I've, I've often said, somebody asked me at one point years ago, what's your message for the world or what do they not know? And I said, I want them to know that they are enough exactly as they are mm -hmm. and <laughs> that there's a more. Um, I, I, I always have this with me, so I'm going to have to do it now. People are walking around like this version of themselves, but they don't realize it. Mm -hmm. They're trapped in their bodies. I can see and feel that the soul is in there and they're not aware that it's not coming across. Yeah. And the first step is that the person has to be curious about more mm -hmm. or know like there's an intuition that tells them, I think there's something more and go seeking it out. If they think this is all there is, I'm doing great, everyone can hear me, then there's no possibility of moving or growing on that spiritual path. Yeah. The more that we all have is this. Resonance. Yeah. yeah. And it's a physical resonance. Uh, it's a sound resonance and it's an energetic resonance. Mm -hmm. Oh, 
phone's ringing. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> We're used to things like that on uh, on recording. Uh, this this is something that always comes up in your in your videos and in your talks. You always remind us, and and through your book, um, you wrote "Your Voice Matters: A Guide to Speaking Soulfully When It Counts." And through your book, honestly, it's like you're ringing that you're you're uh, hitting the ball uh, every time, like it it keeps repeating. And at some point, I was like, "What? What does she need to repeat that?" And honestly, yes, you do need to keep repeating because it's so easy to forget, especially when we have never been in that experience we've never expressed ourselves with that resonance we need to keep hearing it and um i know you and i are empaths or people with some sort of sensitivity and i also know i am aware of that some of our friends maybe clients colleagues whatever i know i have people who are like that and i really love and appreciate them and both of us know that um People who have the these sensitivities and have empathy like that, very high, feel other people, feel their emotions. And it could be regarded, and at the first look, it is regarded as a vulnerable thing because uh, you are touched by what you're feeling. How can we look at it as a superpower in speaking? I know you... You shared in one of your short videos on your YouTube and Facebook page uh, a very powerful thing uh, that I think some of us need to hear again. Yeah. The world has not, we're not getting messages that support our sensitivity or our empathy as a superpower. Yeah. And really when it comes to speaking, People want to have charisma. Mm -hmm. My belief is that we are all charismatic. It's, uh, it's like fingerprints or snowflakes. No two charismas are alike. Your presence is different than my presence. Yeah. And in some ways, once we learn to work with our sensitivity and our empathy, our road to unleashing our presence, our charisma, may actually be easier. So the problem is we're fighting our sensitivity. We step in front of a crowd, we're feeling a whole bunch of stuff, um, our heart beating faster, our palms sweating, possibly even the energy in the room that other people may not even be aware of. Mm -hmm. We might be picking up on the emotions of everyone in the crowd if we're really an empath. Yes. So we're raised to fight that. Yeah. We're raised to try to suppress everything we're feeling and communicate. And we're mocked at. Like, we, I had a harsh time. Like, this verbal aggression, it's hard. Yes. Yeah. If anybody has ever looked at you and said... Um, don't be too emotional. Uh -huh. Oh my God, you're crying. Why are you crying? It exactly. just makes us want to suppress more. Yeah. 
And we do that. That's the problem that I think I had before coming to you. It's the result of all this suppression because I, for years, I've been hitting like uh, exactly what you're saying. So, yeah. Yeah. And if we want to be the kind of a charismatic speaker mm -hmm. that can walk into a room where the vibe in the room and the people's hearts and minds in the room are in one place mm -hmm. and then take them to a different place yeah, to kind of have an alchemy happen in the room or a transformation yeah. happen in the room an emotional transformation or an energetic transformation that is easier if we're so sensitive that we can feel where the room was to start sure. and we can feel energy shifting or emotions shifting as the people's hearts and minds are shifting. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean it can never happen if we're not an empath. I have seen it where I was working with someone who couldn't tell the difference between when they were energizing the whole room and mm -hmm. when their energy was really small. And somehow I used some words that helped them to find it so they could do it. And other, others were looking and saying, you're so charismatic. Huh. And yet the person could not feel the vibe in the room. Um, mm -hmm. It's an easier path. It's a superpower. If you can feel the vibe in the room, it is a much easier path to taking the room somewhere else. If you can't mm -hmm. feel the vibe in the room, you can speak from your heart. You can relay information. Um, and it may be harder to actually transform the way the room is feeling. Mm -hmm. um, we are close to the end of, of this interview. I promise that I will try to make my interviews shorter so people can handle. Uh, you said that years ago, somebody asked you, what's your message for the world? So you shared the message you had then. Has mm -hmm. the message changed? <sighs> So, it's so fresh in my mind because I just said it. You um, said you are enough and there's more. There's more. I think that's part of my message and I resonate a little bit more now with you are a unique and beautiful soul and your voice is needed in the world. In order to have that harmony of every voice being in the conversation, we need to hear from some of the voices that we have not been hearing from. Some of the empaths, some of the introverts, some of the people who would not have gotten up on a stage or spoken up in a meeting before for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And yet there's they're starting to feel a call or a pull that there's something else that they're meant to do. Mm -hmm. 
And I want them to know that they're a unique and beautiful soul and that we need their voice in order to help change the world. Um, if the voices that have been talking could have done it alone, then every problem on the planet would have been solved by now. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, you know, that saying that the definition of insanity is repeating the same action and expecting different results. Yeah. That's where we are globally. The people mm -hmm. that are used to being out in front and think of themselves as a leader, they can't get it done. They need help. They need the voices from some of the more quiet, sometimes female, um, eccentric empaths. We need them to come forward and then together we can emerge as a human race faster. Yeah, you, you just reminded me of Lisa Nichols, one of the people that I always uh, look up to. And I gave you an, ex an example as a speaker. And I remember I was in a three-day event and where she appeared and she looked in the camera and said, the world doesn't need more Lisa Nichols. The world needs us, like individuals who are themselves as speakers. And I actually got mad, not mad, but in a way I, I found it funny. And I wrote her an email. I'm not sure if she ever read it, but I said to her, look like it's right. I am, I see your name everywhere. I'm tired of seeing your name everywhere because I got tired of seeing your name everywhere. I said, I want my name out there. <laughs> so that's how, that's what my decision to really go into learning more about speaking and becoming a better speaker. Thank you so much, Lori, for being with us today. Thank you for the world you do, the work you do in the world. Uh, I will put link in comments to uh, your website, YouTube channel, and the outtakes because they are fun. And I see people really get more of you uh, from the outtakes, like another perspective of you. And uh, you have a let me see, I lost you. Okay, I still have you. Um, what's next for you? How can people uh, work with you? I will be running another compelling speaker uh, in early 2022. I don't know the exact dates yet. The dates, the um, the alignment of the, the right dates are coming into focus. Mm -hmm. And if you can include that link, um, they yep. can go ahead and book a breakthrough session and possibly even help influence those final dates. And then they can go through the process and the path that you went through. Yeah, and I really encourage people to try. Uh, if I didn't have the breakthrough session, I wouldn't have been able to understand your, your work because I know people tell you that. Uh, it's, uh, you have really a unique way and it, um, uh, you know, I wish we could have talked about this, but I'm just in one minute or, or sort of let's, let's try when we hear the word speaker and I've seen this with people, people get it as you're a speaking coach. Oh, so you're teaching people how to speak. <laughs> I, and I say, uh, Lori's misses <laughs> it's. No, okay. <laughs> it's not that. It's not yeah. just the 
rough idea of speaking on a stage in public speaking or on a on video or whatever like you go with your work beyond the i would say the normal or the normal understanding is not the normal because i also have other people that i'm learning from that they are not normal either but you you go beyond the normal understanding and what i see specific about you is you have a lot of the inner work that helps with the out, out outward expression other mm -hmm. people might have a bit of inner work and a lot of the uh strategy and outward expression and find other things so i think your work completes with other people's work i want to say just that one single coach would be enough for a, a speaker so in terms of being of speaking and speaker um can you say uh and you know as little as possible yeah. uh what is specific about coaching with you yeah the vast majority of speaking coaches out there are more focused on what you say, your mm -hmm. content. Yeah. I am like their mirror image. I am far more focused on how you say what you say. Uh, if people imagine the Martin Luther King Jr. I have a dream speech. Yes and then imagine it being said by Richard Nixon instead. Oh no. It's that like, I'm gonna help you go from being more like your version of Richard Nixon to your version of Martin Luther King. That's one piece. Um, the other piece is there's a Michelangelo quote. I saw the angel in the marble and I carved until I set him free. Mm -hmm. That's what I feel like I do. I see the speaker underneath physical stuff and mental static and energetic blocks. And I help remove or help point out so the person can release so that the angel that they already are is set free. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. So you heard it. You have somebody who can carve and help you get the angel that you are out. I'll put the links uh, in the comments so you can see where you can find her and have a feel and also book uh, a session with Lori if you really want to get it all out. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a blessed day, everybody. Be yourself because you are charismatic, like Lori Smith says. Bye. If what you heard touched you or helped you, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite place for tuning in. Pay it forward by sharing it with others. I'll be here for you with the next episode. I'm Andrea Petrut, your Healing Through Oneness show host. Remember, we are connected. We are one.